Well, good afternoon. It is 5.30 on the dot. We are live again, GBL podcast uh, live stream. And we're very excited about this episode because we have uh, a very different feel for this episode. As, uh, as we decided to bring on some, uh, some guests that I think will be widely helpful, not only to, um, you know, to really, I guess, I would say a, a larger audience besides the GBO audience specifically. And uh, one of the things I'm very excited about, uh, just to let you know, our bro host is, uh, is taking care of the highest honor, being a father to his uh, newly born twins. Uh, he gets the fun, uh, the fun news and, and, and job of taking care of uh, them this fine evening. So uh, we're solo with, uh, with Mike Patterson and uh, Mike Patterson, who is the owner of Live Lean. And for those of you who have been to Live Lean RX, they do a variety of testing, not only for uh, the general public, but uh, for just wanting to be healthier and wellness, as well as competitors, uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, martial arts. Uh, he has a wide variety of clients that come in to, uh, to really hone in on how to make the physical human body better and also to be able to measure progress and give a baseline test for, uh, for how to get better, uh, especially now coming out of the quarantine. A lot of you are wanting to know what kind of price did you pay? Did you do your homework? Were you active during? And uh, this is the absolute perfect time to uh, to bring him on. So uh, uh, I would like to welcome uh, to welcome you, Mike. And um, I would like to uh, just really dig in if that's good with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Matt. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. You know, I, I've been there, and uh, this is where I do my uh, my DEXA scans. And this is someone that we met last year at a um, actually at a seminar. It was a posing seminar. Yeah, and I was really intrigued at the gold standard as far as what is the best possible testing out there uh, when it comes to accuracy. And there are other tests available. <clears throat> I've done them. I've realized that the DEXA scan is the best and the most accurate out there uh, next to an autopsy. And I don't plan on dying anytime soon. And I don't think you do either. So um, it was something that I wanted to really figure out where we were at. Uh, when it comes to uh, when it comes to to finding out what the body is capable of and, and where we're at, so uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about your story and re really where you came from and and how you dug into this. Okay, well, um, actually, it, it started my experience with uh, X-ray and science started. I was an X-ray tech, and that's been a very long time ago. Uh, I start. I was an X-ray tech starting out in 1988. Um, so I did that for about a decade. All I did was trauma. And the last 27 years I've been spent doing IT with a heavy focus on um, uh, data analysis. So, and that, that is how I learned how to, to quantify and basically was how I learned to measure things. And basically it's, it's the approach I take on everything in my life. So my personal story was that I, I grew up, my brother was a track and field star and I was the fat kid. So um, around 19, he got me into running and I became obsessed with it. And I ran for about 11 years and I had that runner's body. I was skin and bones, but I could run all day and eight to 10, sometimes 12 miles a day was my life and I loved it. After that, I really didn't do anything. And <clears throat> I put on about three pounds average per year, sometimes a little more. And by the time I was 43, I was north of 315 pounds. So I was like, okay, I need to fix this. 
And so I started studying and I also went back to running because that's what I knew. It was the only exercise I knew. I was able to lose some weight. I started studying nutrition. I, I started getting rid of all the crap I was eating, the fast food. Uh, I was drinking alcohol pretty heavy then too and don't do that anymore. Um, and just cleaned it up. And it was like, I got some pretty good results, but I was also much older. And as they say, you can't out exercise a bad diet. And you truly can if you're under 25, okay? When you get older, it gets much harder. So it was like, okay, I started studying macronutrition. I started the science behind it. And then at 45 is when the first time I stepped into a gym. So when I put it all together and I started working out and strength training, I stopped doing the excessive duration cardio, um, started focusing on the high intensity to get the results I needed and to also raise my cardiovascular and cardio performance. And I put that together with the strength training and a macro balanced diet, which was for me, I needed to quite a bit increase my protein and my fats and carbs, like a lot of us had climbed up way too high. But when I put it together, I got lean and strong really quick. And my takeaway from it is really what I was doing at the time and I didn't notice was it's basically I was doing sports physiology. And what that is, is like the science behind it, that weight loss and changing your body composition are two different things. And at the end of the day, it is a math problem. So that kind of stuck in my head. And recently I've, I had a long career in IT and I wanted to do something different. I got my first DEXA scan about two years ago at DEXAFIT. Uh, actually it's been almost three now. So when I did that, I was like, why aren't there more of these? And, and I found the Ironman clinic that Memorial has um, and they're fairly expensive. So anyway, when the company that I was working for and I was the CIO there sold, I didn't go forward with them and I retired. And I was like, I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna make it more affordable and accessible than anyone else has. So I opened up uh, and actually we saw our first clients in March 4th of uh, 2019. So we've been open now almost 15 months and we've been very well received and we see a lot of different people and I'm trying to basically it's like give um, the measurements and the testing. We also offer nutrition, but a way of quantifying because at the end of the day, what our business does is two things. It tells you what your body composition is. It's the, we have the tools to do a complete analysis of what you're made of. And then going forward, uh, follow-up scans tell you whether we're doing your, your nutrition, or your trainer is, your coach is, you're doing it yourself, but it's gonna answer the question, is your plan working? Because the numbers don't lie and it will show you as you're changing by each tissue, your muscle, your body fat, what's going on. We can show that to you, you can visualize it and we've got the numbers to show you. And it also lets us get much more precise and share that data with the other professionals that you're working with and they can get much tighter on what they're doing in their training and in the nutrition for you without making any assumption. Very cool. Do you wanna start with the DEXA scan and explaining that? Cause sure. I do have one that we're gonna uh, share the screen with and everybody can get an idea for how that looks and, and really what it all means. So- Okay, yeah, absolutely. All right, well, we'll pull it up and get this to get an idea. I always love this because uh, it gives you a little bit more of a visual and we'll just call this a healthy 42 year old has that. <laughs> so as we look at this, um, let's talk a little bit about and I'll uh, kind of walk through this as we go. 
Um, for this very first box, what does, uh, uh, what does this mean? There's a there's one more page, Matt, to go is to that? the front first page. Yeah. Okay. So let me. Is this? There we go. Yeah, there that's go. it. Okay. Now we'll protect the innocent on the name. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So what you're looking at here is you're seeing two different scans that were done. Uh, one was done on uh, in December, and one was done um, a few months before in March of 08. So <clears throat> what you're seeing is the first one is the, the body fat percentage is just that body fat is a percentage of the your total mass but it basically tells you how lean you are or how much body fat you have and to the rest of your mass whereas the scale this is the actual weight 198.5 body fat was 16.2 then the absolute values are represented by the fat tissue so at that time uh, there was 32 pounds of body fat and the lean tissue represents about there that is the total lean tissue that's in your body and about 97 98 percent of that equates to your skeletal muscle all right so these are the markers that we use and there's uh quite a bit of value in here and most everybody comes in because they want to know their body fat percentage and body fat percentage is important and we spend time talking about that and when we look a little further into the numbers, we can see that the fat tissue is not that high of a number. And then the, the lean tissue is at 158. So that's one of the reasons why this on body fat tissue on Matt is pretty low. And then he got even leaner and he wasn't working out, which is kind of ticked me off, but <laughs> okay. As we go down here, we've got the plots. So these are plots by the month. And what we're looking for, especially if there's weight loss, is that it's coming from body fat. What we don't like to see is when someone comes in and they've lost, uh, let's say 10 pounds and five pounds of that is from muscle and five pounds of it's from body fat. We know a couple of things are happening. Um, most likely their macros are completely off. Um, they're not getting sufficient protein and they're probably doing too much fat and carbohydrate. It could be some training issues. We're gonna talk about it. So that's one of the key things there is that what we look for is where is that weight loss coming from? Very often what we see, whether it's in body transformation or we see competitors that are trying to get leaners, their weight doesn't change much at all, but their, their composition, their body fat and their muscle will change. So, and, and that's what we love to see is when there's like five, six pounds of body fat loss and five or six pounds of muscle, the scale is going to be the same, but the composition is dramatically changed. <clears throat> Okay, the regional analysis is just that. It basically just gives us some grouping and then we get into the, the next numbers is the visceral adipose tissue. And that's all just, we call that our core scan. So this is a secondary reading of just the body fat that's visceral. This is the body fat that is not under your skin, which is where 98% of all of our body fat is stored is under our skin by design. It's our body storage system. All right, so this is the fat that is directly around your organs. And the reason it's the least healthy is because it interferes with organs and organ function. This is one of the key markers. In fact, when I do get referrals from physicians or wellness practitioners, this is one of the first things they look at because two things, there's a direct correlation to your total body fat. As your body fat goes up or down, so will your visceral fat. But independently, diet is the biggest contributor to visceral fat. And typically, things that contribute in diet to high visceral fat is going to be 
high calorie dense foods, high fat, high carbohydrate, low to no fiber, simple sugars, processed foods, excessive alcohol, all of those things will skyrocket visceral fat regardless of what your total body fat is. So by just looking at that, uh, I can tell pretty much how someone's eating. If someone's telling me they're eating clean, it's, there's gonna be a number that's pretty low and it varies depending again on their size, but that's a very important number. So when we look at visceral fat, um, it looks like uh, it was 1.73 or volume of uh, 50.70. Right. What is a healthy number that we, if we're gonna come in for a scan, what is an alarming number? And then what's a good number to shoot for? Uh, that's a great question. All right, so we've got three ranges here. If you can see, let's look at the first one and then we'll show where you made improvement. All right, so we take the mass and when we do a ratio to the circumference of the waist, it gives us a volume score and mass was 50.7. So the healthy range is from zero to 52. So he was in the ideal healthy, but on the very edge of it. And then as his diet got much cleaner and Matt got leaner, you can see his mass was just under a pound. His volume score came down accordingly. So he's a 28. So now he's more in the middle of this ideal healthy. So that volume score from zero to 52 is what we call healthy and you're gonna be in good shape. The increased risk is exactly what it says. Increased risk is where you start getting into sometimes stage one hypertension, your metabolic disorders begin, your lipid profiles, cholesterol, those lab results start coming back high. Um, you're getting other indicators and blood pressure is gonna go up. At risk, very high is exactly what it says. Usually that's where you're getting into stage one, even stage two, stage three hypertension. Cardiovascular disease is probably beginning to, all of the essentials are there to start if it's not already present. A1C starts coming back as you're either pre-diabetic or diabetic. These are when all these bad things happen that we call metabolic disorders. So, so can, I, can I ask you a question? When you were 315 pounds, yeah. and what are you right now? Uh, today I weighed in at 186 and I'm at 13.5% body fat. So you almost cut an entire person out <laughs> of your person. <laughs> I mean, it is amazing to me. And so when I think about the visceral fat, I think about really uh, people who have a, a, an extended gut and, you know, you can definitely see the fat is going around the midsection, like the adenoid, the gynoid or the trunk, so to speak, which is kind of like where your abs are and your obliques and like your lower back. Um, when you look at people, uh, how do you, I know that we can do this for accuracy, but really, do you see a lot of people who have that skinny fat tendency to where they're really big in the middle and then, you know, a little skinnier up top, a little skinnier in the legs? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, yeah, outside of the medical description, but when I, you know, skinny fat means different things to different people. But when I see people, I get this a lot with uh, males that are in technical professions or engineers. They're typically look pretty good in their clothes. Uh, and they've got a little paunch and their body fat numbers aren't terrible or 20, you know, tw say between 25 and 32%. Mm -hmm. But that little paunch is like three, three and a half pounds. So again, they're not really overeating. These aren't people who are, we would say, you know, gluttonous. They're not out there eating food all the time, but what they're eating is really bad. <laughs> they're grabbing snacks out of the machine. It's, it's pretty much when I ask them about it, I already know the answer as they're telling me. It's like, yeah, yeah you know, I grab a sandwich, have, have some beer, it's barbecue, whatever. It's like, <laughs> those are typically, yeah. And I'll see that in the diet. This is what I found really interesting. And, and we won't spend too much more time on the uh, DEXA, but when it comes to the muscle mass balance index, 
you can actually determine because the way it works is I, I, from what I understand is you lay on a bed that looks like an x-ray machine and it, it does a complete scan of your body. It can tell you how much you carry as far as your arms and, and it'll show you your symmetry as far as your left and your right hand side. Can you talk a little bit about uh, you know why that's important to know where you carry your fat because everybody carries fat differently and fat's not a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so on this muscle mass balance, this is basically uh, the, this is how we look at the, the symmetry. There's, there's always differences between the left and right side. Very few of us are perfectly symmetrical. Um, so what we look at is the value here that we get is from two different areas. We look at arms and legs, the total. First of all, when someone is trying to put on muscle and build muscle, the first place that we're going to see it is going to be in the extremities. Um, the reason for that is, is those are things that they usually are, uh, they're, 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 they're going to spend more time exercising them and those muscles um, respond quicker than say some of the core muscles. Uh, what we look for in the imbalances is the difference between right and arm. You can see there is that there's 12.6 uh, pounds of muscle on the right arm and 11.2 pounds. So in, it's typical, what we normally see is somewhere between a zero to eight ounce difference between the left and right arm, uh, or the dominant arm, I'm sorry. I just happen to know Matt's right-handed um, on the dominant side. If I see a gap larger than that, it's also based on the total mass, um, then we start talking about uh, isolation exercises, or I may refer them to another practitioner. Got it. Um, the reason for that is, is because if you get too asymmetrical in there, especially in things like overhead lifts, you're at much greater risk for injury. Uh, that risk for injury and also imbalances is much greater in the legs. So if we look at here, it's like the, we've got 50 pounds of muscle on the legs, 26.2 on the right and 24. All right, the reason the legs are more important, if you get too asymmetrical in your legs, it does affect the way you walk, what's known as your gait. When that happens, there's a tendency to start rotating the pelvis. And when that happens, it can start twerking the spine. Um, and injuries can cause that. And it's not so much the injury, it's how we compensate. The other thing, improper form. So that's why it's real important when you're working with a trainer, that's one of the things they do is to make sure that you're actually lifting bilaterally. Um, and there's uh, numerous other reasons. So we basically keep an eye on that. And also we found there's a tendency as people start to, at some point, people cross over from like kind of kind of working out and when they get real serious about it they start pushing heavier and heavier weights whatever gap was there if they're not cognizant of that then that will actually grow because they'll they tend to do that last little bit of that max with their dominant side gotcha so in, in the dexa by the way and even uh, dr farkas is on here and he's saying he thinks everybody should get a dexa which i highly agree um, you, you also do other things besides a dexa scan tell us a little bit about what an rmr and a bmr is Okay, so RMR and BMR are essentially the same things. Those are, they do technically have a little bit of difference, but for everyday use, they're the same. So and what does that stand for, if you don't mind me? Okay, so RMR is resting metabolic rate and uh, BMR is a basal metabolic rate, but they're essentially the same thing. We all have a total calorie expenditure for the day. That's our burn rate. And that typically falls into three buckets. Your RMR is essentially the calories that is required for you just to be you and stay alive. To keep your heart beating, your body temperature, your digestion. That's what's required um, for you to be alive. <laughs> okay, so the other two buckets are lifestyle and then exercise. 
So the RMR makes up anywhere from 60 as high as 75% of someone's total calorie expenditure. It's very expensive. Um, so that is one of the things that if you've ever tried to estimate, there's plenty of online calculators, but they essentially all ask you the same thing. What is your height? What is your weight? What is your age? And they're going to give you a pretty good estimate. It's going to be based on that. But the thing is, is as you become fit or you're not, you're outside of the population curve, it can be wildly inaccurate. As an example, okay, again, I weighed in at 186 uh, pounds today, 13.5% body fat, I roughly have 155 pounds of lean tissue. Harris Benedict calculator is going to tell me my uh, RMR is 1,960 calories. When I measure myself, my burn rate is higher to 2230 to 2260. I would be under eating by a good four, 450 calories. Wow. Because what it doesn't know, it's comparing me to other 56 year old males. And it does not know how much body fat I have and how much muscle I have. It's just saying you're a 56 year old male, you're old and you're probably pretty slow. <laughs> so, so Fitbits and iWatches, or I, I should say Apple watches are the latest craze. Uh, you know, a lot of us wear chest straps when we do heart monitors. Uh, how do you feel about the heart monitor and, you know, what you're doing? How can that estimate calories and what's the most accurate okay. way to do that? All right. But yeah. Okay. We're getting into then the VO2, but I want to finish up one more thing okay. on the RMR. So okay. one of the reasons RMR is so accurate is because what it's measuring is oxygen for this test. It measures oxygen and carbon dioxide. Those are basically what you're exchanging in your lungs uh, to, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. All right, so <laughs> uh, the, um, for every milliliter of oxygen you can consume, there's a known calorie equivalent. So that's how we get very precise on that. And that's another thing that your watch or wearable doesn't have. Okay, so the RMR again measures your calories at rest. VO2 max, all right, that's the other test we do. We use the same machine. We're then looking at your oxygen, your carbon dioxide, and your heart rate. Most people, if they've ever heard of the VO2 max test, associate it with exercise and typically endurance athletes. It is the gold standard for measuring someone's cardiovascular fitness, which is great. Okay. But we use it for two reasons. For that, we use it for people to tell them how fit they are. And it's a beautiful measure because it basically will give you a chart and let you know how you compare and what your absolute number is. That's good. But for application, one of the things it does really, really well is it gives you your burn rate during exercise. Okay, as you exercise, for a lot of us, when we're just kind of, you know, taking the, I guess you would say the USDA's recommendation for exercise of 30 minutes, yeah, it's fairly easy to, to estimate that. And in fact, the RMR test that we do estimates it based on 30 minutes of moderate exercise. But guess what? Our athletes, people who compete, or that are more than weekend warriors that health and fitness, working out in both cardio and strength training is a daily part of their life, their exercise calories are gonna be significantly higher. So the VO2 max test, the best part of the application is it tells you what your exercise calorie burn rate is at each beat of your heart. So I can tell you exactly and with accuracy at 90 beats, 100 beats, 110, all the way up to your max, how many calories you're burning. So then we get back to the wearables. So the wearables are, have all gotten very, very good at actually calculating heart rate. If you look at any of them, even the, the cheaper models can give you your heart rate and it'll tell you what the average is for the duration of your event. What they're all terrible at 
is extrapolating that to calories because again, they're not measuring your gas exchange. They also don't know how much of you is fat and they don't know how much of you is muscle. So they're gonna make a guess and it's based on averages. And honestly, the more fit you are, the more they're off. <laughs> but for measuring heart rate, they're great. However, what we tell our clients is that you can use your wearable, get a VO2, you can use that as your, basically your chart and your gold standard baseline. And then you'll know how much under or over your watch is under or overestimating and you can trust it. And typically most of them are, um, they're gonna be a good somewhere between six and 10% overestimating. Got it. And some of the models like the upper Fitbits and Garmin's actually they have activity multipliers where it asks you how many, you know, how aggressive do you work out? You can turn that up or down to match what's on your VO2. And then when that watch says you burn 600 calories in an hour, you can trust it. You know, we have so many people coming out of quarantine right now. And I mean, this is, we have people all over the world watching this. And so some are still in quarantine. And I would say that what you're hitting on is so important to find out where our baselines are now, because as we age, and let's just say you go into a period of three or four months of rest, how does that affect the body, especially as we're getting older? Uh, okay, so yeah, that's been interesting. I have, we now, we've been in business long enough now that I've got a lot of regular clients that actually come in as often as once a month, and a vast majority of them come in about every 60 days. They're tracking their progress. They're constantly tuning both their nutrition and their training. So I was able to see that firsthand. And the results have been pretty amazing. Um, I, people that had access to, or, or didn't go crazy during the quarantine. In, in other words, we're trying to still uh, lead a healthy life. Uh, their numbers were not as bad as they thought, but there were some, there were some um, uh, things that became kind of common. And one of those was that most of them didn't gain weight. Most of them did not put on a lot of body fat, but they did lose muscle. And the reason for that is, even though they were working out at home, uh, they either they weren't, it takes time when you acclimate to new equipment that you're not familiar with, or you, they didn't have access to the, the, the heavy weights that they did in the facilities they were working at. So some of them lost it. And we saw the biggest drops were in a lot of the people's extremities. Now, on the other side, uh, we had a lot of clients also that, um, you said, you know, well, it's like, you know, I didn't really do that much. And I probably ate a little more food and their numbers were both their body fat, their weight and everything pretty much says they partied through quarantine. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure you saw a few of those people coming yeah. through. <laughs> but on average, most people that came in, their numbers were not anywhere near as bad as they thought if they made some sort of effort. You know, it's amazing that the human body acts as a pendulum, I've noticed, where, you know, really, truly, it's going to go back to center. So if you're really stressing the body out, sometimes it needs that time to heal to get back to center. And then you go ramp it up in another prep. What I'm finding really more interesting though, is your clientele is not just perfect. You work with professional athletes, you work with competitors, you work with mixed martial artists, but you also work with the everyday Joe who sits at a computer all day. And you work with people who are in the field professionally in sales and IT and NASA, you're based out of Houston. So obviously we have a lot of oil and gas here. And I, I just find it so helpful that, you know, as our audience is growing and I'm seeing a lot of new faces, especially as I'm looking at the, uh, the, you know, I have a scrolling feed that goes through. There are people who are not competitors on here. And I've just found that to be so helpful for what you do and the services that you provide. Um, how can they find you? What are some of the ways that they can get in contact with you if they want to, uh, if they want to uh, get in contact? 
Okay, uh, so the, the best way is, uh, I would say we've got a very strong presence on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. Uh, if you want, you can, uh, you can message us directly and we'll get back to you. We'll always take phone calls. Um, all right, we do have a website. It's liveleanrxhouston.com. And we've been, actually we're doing pretty well. If you just type in DEXASCAN Houston, you're gonna see us on the front page. So you'll find our website and you can actually book yourself online. Uh, there's a form on there if you want to contact us through email, if you want to message us on Facebook or the website, or if you just want to call us. Um, one more thing on the website, we, we've put up some pretty good content on there as far as we don't, we haven't put up a lot of just crap. Okay. So basically there's very accurate descriptions of what each test does and the bullet points are there, exactly what you will get from it. And then there's also more detail if you wanna read it. So it's basically kind of the, the content is layered where you can like, all right, here's my takeaway. This is what I'm gonna get from it. Okay, I see the value. But if you're one of the, the more science or nerdier types, we have that data on there too. In fact, there's one, there's a blog on there that's several pages long that will dissect until it says exactly what it means. It's, or it means exactly what it says. It says how to read your DEXA scan. And it goes in a lot of depth. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that we've been talking about a lot on the show in these episodes are mental health. And I think a lot of our mental health is definitely tied into our physical health. And, you know, we, we think it's doomsday if we can't get to the gym in a month. But what's really interesting is you have actually been able to help track, document, and see progress month after month with these guys because they have an honest account of really where they're at and where they're trying to go. So really you wanna talk about goals. This is the perfect way to map out and actually hold yourself accountable because you know, if you're back in 30 or 60 days, you wanna see progress. And you know, everything that you do daily leads to that road. So I love what you do. And uh, I can't thank you enough, Mike. So um, can they find you on Instagram as well? What would be your Instagram handle? Uh, it's at Livlean Houston, at Livlean RX Houston. Okay, so Livlean RX Houston, and then you also have, if I'm correct, um, your Facebook page, which is also Livlean RX Houston. Correct. Perfect. Perfect. Well, good. Well, Mike, thank you so much. You yeah, know, I appreciate the information, and look forward to seeing you again. As I know that uh, you know, as we get uh, back out of here, and you're open again, and you're doing business. I heard business is better now than it was before. Yeah, actually, I, I, like all business owners, I was a little concerned, but we are not only back where we we were previously and we were having a great year, but actually I think the demand's a little higher. We're getting a lot of people that all of a sudden figured out that health is even more important than they thought. So, yes. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you again. And we appreciate all that you do. I know that you'll be uh, at the storm classic too, yeah. uh, as a, one of our partners and uh, look forward to, uh, to being, you know, back in contact with you soon. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mike. We also have Lene Forcier. I know that uh, I don't say that probably as nicely as uh, I should, but uh, you might see a couple of uh, different uh, people in the background there too that you might recognize from GBO. So uh, Lene, welcome. Hi, hello, happy Friday to you. Happy Friday to everyone tuning in. Yes, ma'am. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know about Lene, um, she is based out of the West Coast. She is in San Francisco. And so she is on Pacific time right now. So uh, joining us at 4 p.m on the dot. Love this. You know, we don't orchestrate this or we don't plan it out or anything. It just happens to flow very well. But uh, I know that uh, you have a presence in the uh, competitive world. And I know the ladies have been asking, hey, um, I've heard of some pros and some amateurs who work with you. 
And mm -hmm. uh, I would just like for you, first of all, just to give us a little bit of background of who you are, where you came from, some of the accomplishments and how Dion Bikinis came about. Sure. So um, I started in the bodybuilding world. Um, it, it's a really interesting story. I think they all kind of are. Um, bodybuilding never crossed my mind until I attended a show of my friends and all of the physiques I saw on stage, I fell in love with. It, I was enamored. And I thought to myself, one day I'm going to do this. I'm going to go on stage. Fast forward a couple years later, I was at the gym lifting with my power lifter friend and he asked me, Lene, what are your goals? And I thought to myself, goals? You know, I had this deer in the headlights, look, goals. And I said, let me get back to you. Next time at the gym, I announced I'm gonna do a show and I did. And that's how it started. Um, as far as suit making is concerned, uh, my third show, I made my own suit, and that was the debut of Dion Bikinis. I was um, the guinea pig and extremely picky about how my suit fit. And the reason why I made my suit is because the suit that I purchased previously cost me $800. It was a nice suit, um, but I didn't have concierge service. Um, uh, my cortisol levels were rising during prep and, and I didn't know when my suit was going to be ready um, and, and I didn't need that drama. Um, yes, it was a good suit, a nice suit, but I figured, well, you know, I'm going to make it and I'm going to have it early and I'm going to have it exactly to my measurements. Um, did the debut of the show and that's how it all started. Nice. Now, when did you first compete? What was uh, what was the year? And you said you did a few shows. Yeah. Um, see maybe four or five years ago okay. uh, competed locally here in uh, California and one show in Nevada. Very cool. So you work with uh, personally some of our top pros. Um, you can shout mm -hmm. them out. It's okay to uh, to let the cat out of the bag. Who are some of the uh, pros that you have made suits for? Or sure. still so, you, so you see there's a picture here in the in the back for, for those tuning in. Um, so that's AJ Joe. She um, one Miss Figure Atlas last year, 2019. Uh, great accomplishment for her and also super exciting for Dion Bikinis. Um, so that suit in the background, we made custom to her. And um, let's see, I'm working with um, Amy Catherine right now and um, I can't really tell you more than that, um, but we have some stuff in the bag um, that we're working on. She recently moved down the street from uh, the studio here in San Francisco. We haven't had the opportunity to see each other in person because of shelter in place, but we've had um, some really good conversations. Um, there's another picture here. Uh, this is Tiffany Shanahan. Um, she's looking to go pro. Um, and her last GBO show, we made her suit. She's going to be at your show in October. Uh, and so is Dion Bikinis. And we're cooking up a suit for her for that show. I'm going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Tiffany, her and her husband uh, have legendary fitness and, and they train competitors. At, so um, they're very involved in the industry. And I think they're personal friends of yours. Um, you knew them long before I did. Um, so we're, we're all really interconnected. 
Um, I want to shout out to, to Nick Grover. Uh, I think she was on here listening earlier. Uh, she's looking to get her pro card. Uh, we recently collaborated on a suit and she plans to get her pro card um, at the Storm Classic and do her debut in Atlas in, uh, as a figure pro. And um, we are already collaborating on that suit. So I'm with a lot of athletes from GBO. It's been, it's been great. So one of the things I want to touch on, because um, I didn't know uh, much about Dion Bikinis last year. And when Tiffany made her debut on the stage at the Storm Classic, there were more comments uh, about her suit than I heard. Uh, and they just loved it. They, the, the color was very unique. So did Tiffany mm -hmm. pick that? Did you pick that? Because the suit fit her yeah. perfectly. Yeah. So um, that fabric was special ordered for her. Uh, she said she wanted something um, in the green palette range. Uh, we looked at a couple um, a different ideas, kind of went back and forth, and she chose this. It's, it's very unique. It's green golds. It's beautiful. Um, so it was specially ordered for her. Um, being a boutique soup company, um, we have that flexibility in um, getting exactly what you want if we don't have it. Um, and then we played around with different designs. I wanted to make sure that the stones on that fabric would pop um, and, and chose a, a purplish color that contrasted well. I love it. I love it. And, it. and we and collaborated. Then I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, she, she picked the fabric, but we collaborated all the way through it, it, and it showcased her personality. Very cool. For AJ, um, I know that she's been on stage every year. And what's interesting about AJ is we ended up getting our pro cards together uh, in 2017. And um, she she can compete anywhere four weeks out from a show because she always stays show ready, which is very impressive. Yeah. Um, were there, uh, what were her uh, plans for the Atlas? Did you custom make that suit color-wise specifically for that show or does she plan to wear that again? And, you know, I guess I, obviously the body changes, so. Yeah, so um, we've made um, two suits for her for Atlas. Her first was her pro debut. That was a very special suit. It was hand painted um, and then crystallized. And we did something outside of the box. Uh, my business partner is my mom. She went to fashion design school. So we leveraged that and, and came up with something uh, really interesting for her. Um, for her win here, um, there are certain colors that look really, really good on her. Um, blues and turquoises um, really look good, especially when she has the tan. So um, that color actually was presented to her. Hey, I think this would look great on you. Um, she actually has a posing suit in that color um, already. Um, so we, we knew it was a good fit um, and then created a really pretty ombre effect um, for her with all of her favorite colors. So I, the, a lot of people miss this. I think with, with the ladies, I, I've been to a lot of shows and I hear what they you know, say backstage and I hear a lot of, I love this suit because I love this color. Now the color, as we know, all of us have different hues, which means there are certain colors that are gonna look good on one person and they might not look the same on another, just based on how the tan comes out, how the lights hit them. So I'm very, I'm very impressed on how you're able to help suggest colors that would actually work for tones, hues, and make sure that it's custom fit. Because there are mm -hmm. things that can ride up, uh, you know, a little bit higher on the glute, 
to create mm-hmm. more of a dramatic effect and really just hone in and give professional suggestions for that. Um, I love it. Now, I just saw a post, we'll get into mm-hmm. something fun, that you uh, had some uh, masks with some sequins oh, yeah. made. Can you tell right. us how you got into that? So um, it's, it's, it's a temporary, um, you know, our, our main business is bikinis, but uh, we first started giving out free masks to the community because there is a need and there is a shortage. And um, those on the front lines needed them. Um, those in the community here needed them if they needed to get their groceries. So we were making masks like crazy and sending them out. If someone was able to donate towards shipping, great. If they couldn't, that was okay. Um, and that demand has slowed down some because there's more masks in the market. So now we're having fun with it and um, came across some sequin fabric uh, that's mesh. It's breathable um, and we, we line them with cotton. And so you can have a little fashionista um, and, and have fun and, and with a mask and in lieu of you know, a plain mask. So if you're going out to an event, uh, we do have sequin masks that we're making. Nice. Nice. I know that, uh, you know, you have been, I guess, working with a lot of athletes from all across organizations. And one of the things that's also especially impressive is you make sure the coverage is right for the organization. I -hmm. know in other organizations, they don't require a whole lot of coverage, but GBO is family friendly. So we want to make sure that it's, it's perfect. And, and one of the things that AJ was saying was she made sure you got it right the first time. So uh, I guess with, uh, with what's coming up, you're working with Amy. Can you share um, anything about what you've specifically done with Amy, someone you've never met. So let's say we have, and by the way, we have a boatload of pros on here right now. So I'll ask you an easy question if I can, but it might be a two-part answer. Sure. How do you, if you are a a female competitor, we get in touch with you. I should say they do because I'm not female. Uh, So they get in touch with you. Do they give you measurements? And then how far out do you need measurements? Because as your body comes in for prep, what's your procedure for that? Yeah, um, great question. So um, we want to make sure that we get the right measurements and and that you are measuring yourself accurately. Uh, Right now, the process is to arrange a video call and I'll get to know you. and you know, talk about your shows and goals and, and all of that. And at the same time, show you how to take the measurements. Um, and then we make a suit to fit you. Um, if there's a concern about coverage, um, specifically for the glutes, uh, we'll do a fitting. If you're not local, uh, we'll send it to you. Have another video call, you send it back. We'll make adjustments as needed. Um, and going towards your show, you're leaning out. Um, The longest time out from the show, we want to get your final measurements is two weeks. We'd love to get them, you know, peak week, because that's pretty much spot on if we can. Uh, But we take the initially the measurements, make your suit based on it, but then we check in um, at a certain interval, get your um, updated measurement, ratchet down the suit to you and then send it out to you overnight. Got it. That is hugely helpful because I know for suit makers, that's one of the high, high stress point is number one, you give the expectation on the turnaround and you also let them know ideally two weeks, but peak week would be better. That's where a lot yeah. of people are missing the boat. And you, you have, you seem to have that down to a science. Well, as a competitor, it's, it's in, 
I know that the body changes so much and um, it, it can sometimes be really drastic. And sometimes going towards peak week, there might not really need to be that much of an adjustment, uh, but sometimes there is. Um, the suits do have flexibility. It's, it's stretchy fabric. So um, there's a lot of, you know, I, I guess error. Um, if you have your suit really early, um, you're always gonna have your suit as early as you want, but um, know a good tailor and just in case you need to take it in. Yes. So obviously if you're long distance, you've still got that extra play and most people yes. have a tailor, uh, you know, that's local that could probably just hem up instead of send it all the way back, send it there. Right. So good. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what are your plans for 2021? Are you taking on new clientele? What's your capacity right now? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely taking on a uh, new clientele. Um, the business has slowed some, as you can imagine, given that um, COVID mm. and um, the shows are delayed and pushed off. There's a lot of uncertainty. And with that uncertainty, um, you know, people aren't getting these luxury items, so to speak. Um, in, in 2021, um, I know GBO is expanding into California and expanding into Arizona, which is very close to me. And I, I plan to attend as many of those shows as I can, either at a sponsorship level or um, as a vendor and have a booth. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, second half of 2021, is it, Matt, that the shows are slated for? We're looking at them right now and going to get the exact dates and lock down on contracts. So yes, as of uh, late 2021, uh, it looks like we're going to be putting some shows all up and down the West Coast and in Arizona. So so exciting. So yes. exciting. congratulations. Great. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And so, you know, it's it was interesting because uh, for those of you who don't know, we had a call uh, with some of the West Coast people just a few weeks ago. And one of the things I can tell you about Lene is, you know, she's She's looking to, to help out in any way. And that is something that you just don't get these days. You know, people always ask, what, what's in it for me? And when we want partners on board and, and sponsors, you know, which I know you're sponsoring a show halfway across the United States, which is incredible, just shows your dedication to wanting to serve the market that has a demand. Um, and, you know, you're, you're willing to do that and, you know, invest your own time, money and energy into this. Um, you know, let's just say you will to, you were able to double your clientele. You've got a flood of people coming in because here's why mm -hmm. I say this. A lot of indicators right now are telling us in the U.S., um, Florida, Georgia, and Texas are opening right now. And I know that California is going to be a little bit behind the curve, which is great. No big deal. Uh, I know that you might even be until August or, or you know, even October at this point. Yep. So um, you're able to serve a market completely across the United States and halfway across the United States. If your clientele automatically doubled, would you be able to handle that? Oh, absolutely. I would welcome it. Um, cool. Bring it on. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, yes. So tell us a little bit about your situation right now. From what I heard, you're not even allowed to go outside without a mask right now. Is that correct? That is true. Uh, well, they, you don't have to have a mask, but you can be mask shamed out here. Um, social distancing shamed if you're closer than six feet, people have been yelled, six feet, six feet. Um, uh, but if you go into a grocery store, uh, it's illegal or they won't let you in without a mask. And wow. it's amounts of people going into the stores to, to keep you know, distancing ratios. Um, so it's pretty strict out here, uh, which makes it really hard for those who are trying to keep up uh, their, their fitness, but people are being really creative. 
Um, and it's great to see people out at doing stairs and um, using, you know, TRX ropes and bungee, you know, cords and anything they can to, to stay uh, focused. But yeah, it's, it's, they have police cruising around here, making sure people are following the rules. Got it. Got it. Well, good. I know things are going to break and I know things are going to get better and start to open back up, especially on the West side. Um, you know, and I know you guys are looking forward to that. So yes. I would say that you probably are paying more attention to detail right now than ever, because you have that time to be able to do it. And this seems to be your career. Um, how can people reach out to you or get in contact with you if they want more information? And all the ladies are, are like, yeah. Okay. So Amy just said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good creatively. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem. We're on social media, uh, Facebook, Dion Bikinis, Instagram, Dion Bikinis. Uh, you could email us my personal number. If you um, go to contact me, it goes right to me. I'd uh, love to chat with you, uh, answer any questions you have. Of course, love to work with you and um, hope to see um, whoever's tuning in at um, future shows. Yes, I think you're going to see a lot of people. You know, what's I, I really love about this is <laughs> I can see a lot of amateurs and pros from all across the U.S. who want to know more information. And what's great about it is you're going to get to meet these people in person. And it, mm -hmm. it's just really nice to have people who are unconditionally giving and small businesses who are thriving, who focus on number one quality yeah. and customization. Because, you know, that's hard to find with a big box shop. Um, you're also able to do this where you can do it long distance. A lot of people prefer local, but what we're finding is your pricing, <laughs> last time I checked, is not $1,500 a suit. And I know that, you know, obviously <laughs> goes without saying, but that's one of the reasons why people are using you is because for custom suits, you know, they're going other places and spending twice as much or three times as much. So that's very impressive. Um, what yeah, would you say? Yes, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, right, we're, we're not a, a mass production shop um don't think we ever will be or ever want to be um we like to be seen and we are a true boutique shop uh, so yeah makes a huge difference well when we can't thank you enough uh you know i think that uh a lot of people who actually see your face now realize there's a name attached to dion bikinis there's a face and and i i love the fact that you've you know chosen to help and invest in not only the gbo really just athletes in general and uh, looking so forward to having you uh, coming out and uh, also uh, look forward to coming out there and finally yeah. getting a chance to meet you as well. So cool. Yeah. Any last minute thoughts, anything that uh, you want to get out as far as uh, things that you're excited about for 2021, just personally or professionally? I'm excited to be able to get out of my house and go to a gym and see friends not being in the shelter in place. I'm excited for um, COVID to go away at some point and all of us to get back to where we were before this started. Um, excited to see all the athletes and follow their journeys. Um, it's one of my favorite things to do um, and journey to the stage because especially if they're wearing one of our bikinis, I feel like I'm up on stage with them at the same time. So I'm excited for all of those future opportunities. So let me just put you on the spot with one more question. Are sure. you planning to get on stage ever again? You know, this is the second time I was asked that today. <laughs> um, um, I think once you're a competitor, you're always a competitor. You're always going to have that itch. Um, it's not off the table. It's a maybe. 
Um, so stay tuned. Um, it'll definitely be in a Dion bikinis though. Um, so uh, maybe. Good. Okay. That's all we needed. So you're saying there's a chance. Cool. Well, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's great to, to talk to you, to actually get an interaction and, and realize exactly where your goal and mission is, which sounds like really to serve athletes first, which definitely uh, is parallel with, you know, what our, our organization was founded on. So happy to, uh, to have you on board and, and look forward to, uh, to seeing you here soon. So yeah. thank you thank so much you. for your time. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. To, uh, to finish up, guys, uh, some of you have been asking about, you know, how things are opening up right now, and there will be um, more coming up as uh, we are going to be, I don't know if I can, if I can share next week or not yet, but uh, we are going to be bringing some of the pros back. Uh, it has been highly anticipated that uh, there has been a classic bodybuilding um, interest. I'm just going to, first of all, just to use these last few minutes, some of you have, have heard that some people might be coming out of retirement. Uh, and I, I heard that Simeon Charles uh, maybe wants a little redemption with uh, the show that he did last year. Um, we might have a Mr. Atlas coming back from a rehab and an injury. Uh, and yes, I'm talking about men's classic bodybuilding. Timmy Pratt has been, um, has been talking about it. I don't know if that's a reality yet, but um, we are gonna be uh, mixing it up a little bit as uh, we will be back in full force next week. We will be announcing guests Tuesday or Wednesday of next week. Uh, we do want to keep a little bit of mystery. You just got to stay tuned uh, to find out who it's going to be. So uh, thank you for tuning in. And what's exciting is more ahead as we will have official announcements coming up to keep you up to date and let you know what is actually going on and what we're planning on behind the scenes. But there are a lot of big plans happening. There are a lot of great discussions and how we can really make a better platform for the athletes as we move in to uh, to kickstarting 2021, but also to finishing 2020 strong. So thank you for listening and, and watching, and uh, hopefully you're able to uh, to get in touch with the folks if you're interested in wanting to get scanned or mo learn more about the VO2 or RMR or BMR or just overall be healthier. But also if uh, you are looking for a suit, that's one of our uh, one of our partners, uh, which is Dion Bikini. So we look forward to having you tuning in next week. 5.30, same time, same place. Take care.